welcome to the Mind, Soul and Spirit podcast where we talk all about concepts of the self, soul purpose, finding meaning and all things spirituality. Here you will find episodes filled with the deep and meaningful and free from the small talk. I'm your host Marnie and I thank you for joining me on whatever stage of your healing journey you are at. Welcome back to another episode. Today I'm going to talk about self-awareness and getting to know yourself. When I talk about self-awareness, I want to talk about how well do you know your soul? How well do you know your purpose? How well do you know what makes you happy? How well do you know your strengths, your weaknesses? How well do you know your triggers? How well do you know your reactions to certain people or certain situations? How well do you know how certain past experiences or situations are making you feel or impacting your life subconsciously? How well do you know what is in alignment for you and what is not? I've recently stumbled upon something called human design and I can't believe I actually I haven't known about this until now. So it's crazy how things kind of pop up into your world at certain points, usually for a reason. But human design is this concept where by looking at your astrology chart, you can be categorized into four blueprint types. There are generators manifestors, manifesting generators, projectors and reflectors. I'm pretty sure reflectors is that last one. I can't quite remember. Your human design chart can tell you a lot about yourself, about your ability to manifest, your ability to attract wealth. It can tell you a lot about how to get into alignment and what indicates to you when you are out of alignment It can help you to discover certain blockages that you might have or common blockages of someone with your characterized blueprint. And I want to say it's kind of like star signs, but it's it's also very different. So I found this lady online called Jodie Shield and she's a money coach, business mentor and digital entrepreneur. I hope I've said that right. Oh my gosh, that was a tongue twister. And I was watching some of her reels and was really drawn to her. So I went onto her website and I found her human design information. I worked out that I am a manifesting generator and I decided to do her training on manifesting generators. It only cost me like $40 or something to download this video. I think this video went for about an hour. And I honestly felt like she was talking directly to me. It was crazy. Lately, I have really felt pulled to wanting to do some more healing and learning of my own for my own benefit. And I've had some things highlighted for me in my world. And it's really made me feel quite out of alignment and a little bit frustrated. And I've really wanted to investigate that a little bit more. So when I found this concept of human design, I thought, wow, this is a really cool concept. Anyway, so I was watching this video on manifesting generators and I, it was brought up about common blockages. In particular, this part was about money blockages um, and about work pretty much and career. And, and I shit you not, I resonated with every single one of those blockages. And they were talking about how your creative energy your money energy and your 
manifesting ability is all like intertwined. And the beauty of having a light shone on these blockages for me now means that I can work with these suggestions from this learning and I can work to unravel and clear these blockages from my world, from my energetic field, from my aura, so I can continue living out my purpose and living into alignment with my soul's purpose and, you know, what's aligned for me. And I want to remind people that when we feel called to learn something new or if we are drawn to a course or to a coach or a mentor, that is usually because that person has something that you need. The work that they do, the information that they have, the wisdom, the knowledge that they have, you need it to help you move forward on your path. And I believe that whoever teaches us things, you know, We take away different things from different teachers, even if they're said the same way or just slightly different or whatever. So you need to go with what you're called to, who you're called to, what you're drawn to. Okay. I believe that we are always learning. We are always healing. And just because you aren't fully healed, that doesn't mean that you can't heal others. It can feel really scary to talk about things we're struggling with, especially when we're working in a role where you are here to serve and help others. And I'm bringing this up because I know that I have some people following my podcast who are in a job where they are helping other people heal. And that can be really scary. And the ego can creep in very often. And you might get this little thought of how embarrassing you can't tell people you're struggling. How will that look? Blah, blah, blah. And it is so, so important to actually be vulnerable because it shows that you are a real person. It shows that you've had real experiences and that you are going through real things and no one is perfect. And I always like to tell people who are in these jobs that your past experiences, so whatever has caused you hurt or pain or trauma, they are usually teaching you how to then go and help and teach others how to overcome. I hope that makes sense. So basically what you've been through in the past, it's been through for a reason so that now or in the future, when you have people come to you and they say, oh, this is what I've been through, you've already been through it. So you know exactly what it feels like, you know, and you can resonate with how they're talking to you, what they're talking to you about, the thoughts that they're having you resonate with. And, you know, because you've overcome that or you've been working to overcome that, you now know how to support someone else move through that difficult time. So no one has it all figured out and that is totally okay. And seeking out support and new knowledge is a really wonderful way to better get to know yourself, your soul's blueprint, and to find out more about what you're here to do in this life. So going back to this topic of how well do you actually know yourself? I want you to reflect on things that have happened to you. I want to say maybe this week or this month, you know, we've had Mercury retrograde. So I feel like lots of people have probably been through a few speed bumps in the last month. And if you've had something happen to you that gave you a particular prickly reaction, I want you to think about how you process that. How did you sit with that? Did you even sit with it or did you just brush past it? Did you give yourself the space to reflect and connect where this reaction has come from? And then I want you to think about, did you then let it go? 
Did you feel it and let it go? Or have you felt it and then have you stored it? There is a big difference between letting something go and storing it. When you let it go, you are consciously choosing to not let that thing impact you anymore. You are consciously choosing to detach from that situation, that person, that outside energy, and you're giving that negativity that came from that situation back to Mother Earth or back to your angels, to your guides, your past loved ones, your spirit support team. Did you ask them to help you take it away and to let it go, to move forward? So the opposite of letting something go would be to store it. And when I say store it, (laughs) so spirit are actually showing me you were taking that situation or that person and you are putting it or putting them into a box and you are taking it with you. You are carrying that box around with you, carrying it around all day. You're sitting it on your bedside table and you're sleeping next to it. You're taking it with you when you go to work and when you come home from work. When you store something, when you decide you are going to collect something, collect this emotion, this situation, it has to go somewhere. It's like your towels go in the linen press or your books go on a bookshelf. The only difference when you store something that has created some sort of energetic exchange or connection with an outside energy and emotion, you actually end up storing it in your physical body or in your mind. These boxes are essentially creating blockages. And then what happens is this thing takes up space, space that you need to be able to attract abundance or Space that you need to use to allow new ideas to flow or space you need to be creative, space you need to be able to offer to someone else who's going through something. If something has caused you emotional pain, it can also create physical pain. Your back starts to hurt, your shoulders start to ache, your chest feels heavy. Your physical body will tell you where you are storing it and you might need to feel into your body to find where that actually is. So what I want you to do is think about when you have a confrontation with someone or something happens at work that is completely out of your control or say if a family member sends you a message that has upset your feelings or whatever the situation is, how are you moving through that? Are you consciously deciding to let it go or are you consciously deciding to store it? Because it really is your choice. I want you to reflect on this and think about where you are at. So have you got a bunch of these boxes stored back there that need a bit of attention? And I'd like you to go through these boxes and work out if it's now time to let them go. You might have some boxes that you've been storing for a very, very long time. Just imagine how much room and space you are going to have to welcome in new opportunities, new loving experiences, new ideas when you get rid of these boxes that are no longer serving you. Let's say you've identified that you have some things you have been storing and you are making the decision now to let them go. What now? What can you do to move through this? So I've got a few suggestions of things that 
you could do to help you move through this. So firstly, you could find someone who can support you if you're having difficulties doing it alone. So this could be a psychologist, a mindset coach, a spiritual healer, whoever it is, I suggest you find an outsider, someone who is not directly or emotionally linked to the situation. So I'm not saying go to your co-worker and have a big vent about your boss. I don't think that's going to be constructive. Find someone that isn't directly attached to the situation or to whoever this person is or who is involved in this situation. Reiki and hypnotherapy are actually really great for releasing what isn't serving and releasing energy blockages. So maybe consider booking in with someone to have a healing session. I mean, it doesn't have to be a spiritual healer. Like I said, you can go see a psychologist. You know, psychologist appointments are just as healing as a spiritual healing session. Uh, Even something like kinesiology. There's lots of options out there. So find someone that you're drawn to or maybe someone you've seen before that you trust that can help you move through things. Visualization is another good way of helping you to let things go. So visualize yourself physically taking the box out of wherever you've stored it and burn it. Detach from it energetically. You could do even a cutting the cords ritual. You know, there's some guided cutting the cords meditations and visualizations and techniques I'm sure that you can find on YouTube you might want to make time and space to sit down and do something like that. Journaling is also a really good way. Write it out, pour it out onto the page. Some people like to call call it a pour out. Write about how this situation or this person has made you feel. Write about how you're now consciously choosing to let this go and write about how good it now feels to Be free of carrying those attachments around. You can even use green pen. Green pen is really good for releasing and letting go. So anytime you're writing about something that you're trying to release and let go, use a green pen. Fourthly, I've also said self-care. Now, self-care though is kind of like what you do after you've done the releasing, okay? So I mean, you should always do self-care, but especially after you're doing something like releasing something that's been weighing you down. So reward yourself, fill your cup with something that you love, something that fills your heart with joy, do a face mask, buy yourself a nice cup of coffee or, you know, just love on yourself in whatever way you can, because you deserve it. You have just released something that was heavy You now need to show yourself that you are proud of what you've just done to uplift your energy and to take care of your soul, your spirit, your mind, your body, you know, reward yourself for that. We all have blockages. We all go through times where we feel blocked. We feel like we're in a rut. We feel like we're not in alignment. This can be a really natural part of the human experience. Our blockages come along or a highlighter for us when it is time to let something go or learn something new. So you might experience a specific situation that mirrors something that you've gone through in the past that you have not dealt with. Okay, so this situation triggers the same feelings that you had previously So that you can actually look at this situation, look at these feelings and move through them once and for all. Let them go. Get rid of them. Okay. Our energetic blockages 
stop us from reaching the next level of soul growth and soul alignment. It is essentially the universe saying to you, before you can receive this, you have to release this. So you might have big hopes and dreams for what you want your life to look like, which is absolutely achievable, by the way. If you dream it, you can do it. But until you address the blockages, address the mindset issues, address the boxes that you are storing, you aren't going to be able to attract it. So although when faced with a challenge or a prickly situation, as I called it before, ask yourself, what is this trying to teach me? What is this trying to tell me? What do I need to do to support myself through this? You will receive the messages and the guidance, the next steps. If you give yourself the space and welcome in the love of your support team, your spiritual support team, your higher self, whoever you're working with, to help you move through the challenges you are faced with. This is part of getting to know yourself. You have to know yourself better than you know anyone else on this planet. Because you, your heart, your soul, your intuition, your higher self are all working together to help you evolve and grow. So get to know you, get to know every aspect of your mind, every aspect of your soul, of your spirit, and just watch how more empowered you become when you are faced with these challenges and these struggles. And just watch how things begin to shift for you. 